coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios. This is Old School, brought to you by Sand Hills Global. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task, that's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass, it was tipped, it's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5, he'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back. Hour 2 of Old School on 93.7 Ticket and TicketFM.com. If I haven't told you lately, Old School is sponsored by Sandhills Global. Sandhills Global is looking to fill hundreds of new openings in sales, traveling, sports, software development, web design, and more. Career and internship opportunities are available at the Global Headquarters in Lincoln. Apply today at Sandhills.jobs. I don't know what's going on right now. These two. Oh, I know what's going on. Right? Like, yeah, right. 100% verified. Right? Is that a blue check? Right. Is that a blue check? Right. I think so. Right. 402-464-5685. Hanum Lincoln Hotline, Sager Heyman, text line. Pretty special. And also Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter. I'm just going to keep going until you guys are done. All right, we're done. Sager Heyman Jewelers live videos. There is uh, a UFC card uh, tomorrow. And what they've done in the preliminary, the ones you can see on ESPN, in ESPN Plus, um, the preliminary, and in the preliminary main event, so they have a main event to end the the, the non pay per view, and it's 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 a fight fight like it's it's the one, and they every now and then they will put within the within the framework of UFC they call them pretty girl fights, pretty girl fights, and they've got one for this one. And I was sharing with Jay, uh, Felice Herrig, who <laughs> pretty tough. They call her the bulldog. <laughs> she the cleans bulldog. up well after getting her face punched in. Yeah, yeah. And then she's, you know, yeah. So, Which is always like, you're just like, you, you'll be like, yeah, this is a UFC fighter. I go, no. That's not. That's not really what's it. How is your eye not swollen? Like, all of the time. I don't understand how UFC, like, I don't understand how UFC and even boxers, like, your face, your facial structure, how it's just not mushed. Like, it just returns to normal. And I know it's like, you know, the human body, whatever, but at the same time, like, you get kicked in the face and they're like, oh, he broke his jaw, he broke his nose. And then, like, a couple months later, you're like, it doesn't even, it looks like nothing happened. Both of both of those young ladies have been in some wars, absolute wars. Like ham, hammer fist, how does that not pop somebody's eye? Yeah, like they're both th- that kind of fighter where they're gonna yeah. get beat up and they're gonna they're gonna dish get their money's worth. Yeah, um, but they managed to connect, and then you go, okay. So if Herrig Herrig was a part of the the original group that sh- were supposed to be champions. Um, Carolina should have been should have been a champion, but she kept she couldn't beat Shevchenko. Um, but then they finally put them together on this one, and it should be a pretty good card. So if you're if you're into UFC, this is not a bad uh, week uh, to watch. So there's that, there's that. Um, 
I wanted to ask you about before we can talk about the NBA Finals in the next segment. In the next segment, because there's Ooh. there's lots to talk about. What even happened? But I wanted to, I wanted to finish up with 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 talking about the young players. And again, their their show's called well, what's the word? What's the word? What's the word? And it's Chancellor Brewington, uh, Javen Wright, and Noah Polo Gates. Right. Um, and you get so much information up front, like you get like them sitting in this room, you get the information. Sure. And what struck me yesterday talking to Chancellor Brewington is that he is purposeful in his work in his preparation because he's he's he said out loud I need to be a big part of this passing game because people think of me as a part of the running game but how I can help us get some people is in the passing game because he's a matchup problem when I when I say the name Chancellor Brewington, Jay Foreman, what are we talking about? Uh, I mean, he was a transfer portal guy last year. I think he's Javen Wright's cousin, which is, I think, because he came from Northern Arizona. They're all, all three of them are from Arizona. Yeah, but same he, area. But they're related. Um, you know, I think he's a he's a a kid that just came in and earned his spot. I think he. Uh, you know, especially on the goal line. I mean, he was sitting folks down like no other. Um, you know, on the goal line, I think he can catch. I think he can run. I think he's a unique guy, the skill set that could be a matchup problem. And I think the more guys you have like that, then you kind of you can run the, your same playbook, and it doesn't really matter. You know what I mean? Because you got him and say like uh, Omar Manning, you know, you got two big guys that could, you know, the both are willing blockers, right? So they can now they can be your edge setters. Um and you know, so then you're not as pressed to say putting in two or three tight ends like we had to at times last year. So it gives you I think he's a guy that gives you a tremendous amount of flexibility um and continuity, I think, you know, for the guys that were on the team last year, I think he if he they, he definitely earned all their respect. Um, because he came in and he just worked and worked and worked and took advantage of his opportunities. I'm sure he's doing that now. And so um, don't sleep and think like just because they have him listed as tight end that he won't knock your block off. I mean, he will, and I'm, and he's willing on special teams. Again, he's a guy like we talked about in the crossover. He's a guy that is a glue guy that can play two, three, four positions that can kind of fit into everything that you need as a team. He's a guy that you build your program around and with because he's a football player. He can – He's willing to be on the line as a tight end. He's willing to be a motion guy, so that lets you know that he's willing to get in the playbook in, in no different positions. He could line up in the slot and be a matchup problem uh, for like a guy like me, a linebacker or like a smaller safety, because he's you know he's I think he's got to be like six two, six three, I, mm-hmm. I assume, right? Mm-hmm. And then he can also help you as far as setting the edge against linebackers as well. Um, and so he's a guy that I think could really really offset whatever the injury is to Fedoni and the lack of maturity of the guys that are just coming up through the ranks of the tight end in the tight end room. Um, whether it's, you know, AJ Rollins, whether it's Carney, whether it's you know, obviously Fedoni coming back from whatever injury he has. And then you got Volklik that's kind of could be your, you know, your, he can, then you could have some flexibility. You can do a little bit of both. So I think what he can do can actually free up Volklik in the passing game because Allen had a phenomenal year last year, but Vokalik did as well, but just didn't have the opportunity. He had one tight end. I think he had over 60 catches. 
now it's time for Volklik to maybe not maybe not have 60 catches, but you know he's probably shooting for you know 30, 40 on a really good year, 50. But then you can offset what Allen did with guys like Bruinton with Omar Manning. And I'm not speaking for any coaches. I'm just talking this thinking in theory, and I'm really thinking from a defensive standpoint. If I was lining up on the other side of the ball and looking at all the cast of characters um, and how they could attack any type of defense that I would be playing in and where they would fit in and eventually, you know, or I guess in theory, you can't just game plan and say, okay, well, Bruinton's in, so it's going to be these two plays. Omar's in, it'd be these two plays. Bruinton, so then where you can, you can kind of add more to your, you, you know, for if I would be talking to the players, I guess in this case on offense, Bruinton included, I would say the more you can do, and the more you're willing to do in any offense, okay, in this offense, and we don't, nobody knows what the kind of offense is, it, you know, it's a combination, I'm sure, of concepts or whatever, Whipple and, you know, the holdover, you know, Frost playbook. The more you can do, the more it's not only going to help you, but more importantly, it's going to help the team. And then at the end of the season, you'll reap all the benefits that you might be dreaming about in the offseason. Doesn't he change tendencies, Nebraska's tendencies? He could. That's what I mean by change your tendencies. You can't really focus in on tendencies because you got him and Omar Manning that physically have the same stature and can do the same things. I mean, heck, so, could, say that again because I, 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 him I, and Omar Manning have the same <laughs> physical statures and can do the same things in my opinion, potentially. And then you could also throw him on the outside as well. Right. So then now you're thinking like, okay, Chancellor Bruington is listed as a tight end. So you're thinking, okay, when if you got 12 personnel and that's one running back and two tight ends, these are, these are the tendencies. And you don't oh, know what Okay, doing. well, oh, okay. Well, then you only think you got two receivers and two tight ends. Expecting these routes. Okay, well, heck, I could throw Chancellor Bruington out there wide out, you know, out wide, bring Palmer – Omar on the inside, and we got another guy on out wide. You got a little corner sitting got, out there. Got a little corner out going. there trying to you know trying to stop a you know six yard comeback. <laughs> I don't like this. Or <laughs> or you could say okay, you got twelve personnel. Okay, well then we could just have you know one tight end on the ball. Doesn't matter who it is. The other one out wide, and uh, you know to the boundary or whatever. We can run some plays like that, and we can really really affect if it. And especially where, and I know this from experience. I always talk about playing Kansas City. Every business wants to engineer new possibilities, creating revenue, optimizing costs, and scaling technologies like cloud and AI. Start at Deloitte.com slash US slash cloud and find the services you need to get the value you seek. Deloitte. Guys, do you want thicker, fuller hair? Do you desire lustrous, luscious locks that you can run your fingers through? Maybe a full head of hair makes you feel attractive. Perhaps a full head of hair boosts your confidence and self-esteem. Whatever your reasons, if you have started to experience hair loss, there is good news. Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S.-licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. 
So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash fuller. Do it today and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash fuller. With Tony Gonzalez, mm-hmm. when they had done and Tony Gonzalez to the boundary, and we were so worried about the field call and cover three, which actually turned to cover two, it is nightmares for the linebacker because they got Priest Holmes back there. They got Will Shields, Willie Rolfe. This line coming here, to, and Brian Waters trying to knock my block off, and here's the, the all-time the all time <laughs> tight end right, right. Or in catches right there, along with Jason Dunn was like 6'5", 260, and could catch. Well, it sounds like a nightmare. It's me and Eric Brown – on the on the boundary and the outside linebacker, right? And Kylie Wong was the outside line or no, it was Antoine Peak. Well, he decides to drop to the flat. Well, there's nobody there. Could you please jam Tony Gonzalez? <laughs> please? Okay. I would really like it. Well, please. next thing you know, they run action. You gotta at least take a couple steps. Tony Gonzalez, you know, full on, you know, free release. Well then they run done on a wheel route. So then the safety has to respect that. Now we got all the coverage to the other side. Well, then I got to, like, center center field turn and get on a horse. Okay, yeah, I, I'm close to Tony Gonzalez, but Tony Gonzalez is 6'5", Jay Foreman is 6'2". Nature versus nurture, okay? <laughs> Those are the type of things that could possibly happen. And what that does is from a deep – and I'm just talking a defensive standpoint. I want to make sure that I'm not talking for Nebraska. I'm not, I don't, I'm not talking sure. plays. From a defensive standpoint, when you have guys that can break tendencies and do more than one thing, it – makes you not as aggressive it, it you know when I played my best in the defenses that I was on both in college and in the pros and was a part of in the college and the pros and watched as college say when I was a red shirt is where we knew tendencies and we could be aggressive and make calculated risks and that's when you that's when you know it. if you look at the back when Philadelphia had Brian Dawkins and um Asante Samuel and even when he played with the Patriots and they when they would run that trap uh kind of type of coverage against uh, Indianapolis mm-hmm. is because Indianapolis didn't break tendencies. So then that's why Peyton Manning didn't, they knew them like a book. So that's where you saw the interceptions and all that stuff. Same thing here. But offensively, if you got some guys that go, can go out there and you could throw Omar Manning in there, don't look, don't get pigeonholed and say for, I would, if I could talk to any player and this is what is Pola Gates, um, Javen Wright, Butler, um, any of the young guys, incoming and present, doesn't matter if you had played. Don't get so pigeonholed to what is next to your name in the media guide. To that's only thing that you will do, mm-hmm. because we've seen this uh, also as well. Like the more you can do, the more valuable that you are at the next level. We talked about Horvath in the in the spillover, a guy that missed missed pretty much his whole senior year, but what he can do. In a pinch, he can play. He can start for you at running back. He can play full of back because he's a willing blocker. He can be a like an H back moving, you know, guy. He can catch out of the backfield. He can pass protect and third down, and he can play special teams. I just named almost like seven, eight things he can do. More value. If he was only thinking like, oh, I'm only a a dot I back at Purdue, and I I won't do anything else, then he doesn't get drafted. Like now, he, now it's up to him to make his mark at the next level. We talked about Hayward up in Michigan State, guy that went in the transfer portal. Mel Tucker said, go in the transfer portal and see if you can find something better. But we got Walker the third. that's going to be that dude. But if you come back, this is what we're going to do. What is it? They start winning. He starts doing more. He's the guy that's the safety net for the quarterback. He ends up getting drafted. The rest is history. Now, if you talk to him, 
the more that he did is better for him. And so that's no different than anybody on this team. So if you're a receiver and they got a, a week or two that you kind of got to play like an H-back, play it because you never know where you're going to go in the league and what you're going to do. I mean, heck, Jason Peters um, for Buffalo, I was up there and kind of still, you know, messing around and kind of like doing a little bit of like, you know, kind of internship scouting with Buffalo. When they drafted him, he was a tight end coming out of, out of Arkansas. He he pretty much redshirted. He was on the practice squad, didn't play. We're going to make you into an offensive tackle, had the potential. He's a Hall of Famer now. And it, he played last year. Hall still of getting, Famer. Still getting it. Still getting it. Hall of Famer. So, I mean, it, it's – when, when, you, when you see the frames and then you talk to them and you find out that within that space, right. they're aware – that I have to contribute. One, we're not going to be great if I don't contribute. The best thing I heard last night was to have those three players say, we're responsible for how this thing plays out. Yeah, and it's not just <laughs> – and here's what I also would tell them. For you guys that haven't played yet, that are in competition for said position, or and that's not just – everybody thinks competition starts and stops with whether you start or not. You could not be the starter but still play. You better be a contributor and a f- plus factor on special teams. And for those three guys, Javen Wright, obviously health-related, but if he's healthy, before you, if, if I'm the coach, before you come into my office and talk about playing potentially 60, 70, 80 plays on defense, you better be able to play 12 to 15 plays and be a plus player on special teams. And have a thing that you do better than anybody else. Yeah, but that's that'll all take care of itself. Yeah. If you can't play fifteen plays, that is not is in, not as mentally taxing as a deep. And I'm talking just like say linebacker. If you can't if you can't be give me everything you got on special teams, how how dare do you, how dare you come and tell me or, or ask why you're not playing on defense? Right. Because it's a football play, mm-hmm. and yeah, you, they you know teams can shift, they can do the swinging gate and all that, but you're not. Well, it's look, a way to contribute. Well, it's what that's that's what I that's the mental part. Yeah. But you're there's not as many checks. There's, it, it's just not as it, it's see ball hit ball see guy. You're gonna I'm either on yeah. kickoff return. I'm either blocking you or you. You're one of eleven. Yeah. Do yours. Do you do your job? So it's I mean it's a tremendous opportunity for guys, and they got to understand you have to start at step one. Step one is being a starter on special teams and a starter on defense. Being a starter on special teams and a role player on defense, and then when you get your shot, make the most of it. What I love about this group, and it, it strikes me that it's more – it's occurring more as I pay attention to it, but all three of those young men have legacy. All of them have dads who played. All of them who have dads who contributed. Right. All of them have so dads who have yeah. – Right? So yeah. there is an advantage – to that and you and with that with the legacy guys you know you can coach them hard um and you can tell them and um you can uh well because they all have it better than their parents did. Their well parents yeah in did. theory like like with just with resources and all this uh yeah it's a little different uh, well yeah but because your, da- a, your dad a, will a, tell, your dad will tell you that he had it much more difficult than you did because sure. you had better resources here at nebraska than he right had. and they got it too i didn't have well, what we had at Nebraska, which is one thing I think that kind of just gets like glossed over, is we had the connection with the guys that played before us that are either playing at the next level or guys that were around that wanted to help you and see you be successful mm-hmm. 
more than actually you did at that point in time because they knew what at what point in your career that you were at. Um, I, I One of the biggest things that I used to look forward to in the dog days of summer when we're working our tail off two or three, you know, two or three workouts is when the Baron Miles, the Troy Dumases, the Dante Jones, the Corey Schlesingers, the Aaron, all these guys that I practice against that are playing in the next level coming back in just maybe they're telling the same story that they said the year before the Trev Alberts come back. But at the fact is that they're in the grind with you. They're working out with us and, and, and they're just talking about what we they expect to see when they watch the games on Saturday. Those are the things you need. And, and sometimes you get a call and, and say, dude, you need to play better. And that's nothing wrong with that. Cause it's, it's the kind of friction that's good. Um, so I think that, uh, you know, but look, if you, you know, my dad played and all that. The one thing that I thought was a little advantage that I kind of been in the arena before, he kept it real simple. But I didn't have anybody like on site when I was here on campus that I could reach out to and kind of bounce stuff off. It was a lot of throwing stuff against the wall and see what sticks well, and just keep doing that, it. Though. We can yeah, fix that can. now. We can fix that. We we should fix that. Uh, we'll throw the break. We'll come back. Um the Celtics flexed. Yes. They flexed. They Al Horford said flexed. They flexed. We will talk about game one, NBA Finals, when we come back. You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. 